like I'm Pablo. Like I'm Pablo. We're live. We are live. I don't know if he's ready, but we're live. <laughs> you ready? You ready? You ready? Ready? Hey, Nate. 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 I'm saying it over and over again because you're muted. <laughs> Not muted. It was on the wrong microphone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what up, buddy? Yeah, buddy. Well, first off, look at this. Look at this delicious sacrifice I made. Ooh. Browns and eggs and it's a sacrifice to the gods. Sacrifice. Sacrifice, take over to sacrifice. Um, I'm good. I'm sure we've got something very exciting to talk about. Uh-oh. Well, what's that? Well, you can allude to it with can making I? the sound. Kaka. Kaka. <laughs> so you watched it okay good i wasn't yes, sure if you're yes. gonna watch it in the morning well, like now I that did. i, I now happen that to I have fridays off I'm right like, okay okay cool yeah. cool 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 no doubt no doubt no doubt so yeah falcon and winter soldier came out today obviously i watched it um i wasn't necessarily planning on getting up at 6 a.m to to watch it with my wife because she ends up leaving at nine or whatever so i yeah. wasn't planning on it but it's like you know i'm up so why the fuck not you know what i mean so yeah. we watched it or whatever. Uh, what's your What's your first impressions on this new, you know, Marvel series? Love it, love it, <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And I am half tempted to go when we get done with this and watch Winter Soldier because yes. yeah. that is the yeah. ambience and the vibe that it has put me. Like the fact that they were able to replicate that movie, mm-hmm. basically just in this first episode, setting, cinematography, everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so impressed. I'm like all fucking in right now. All yeah. in. So now this this is a rare occasion because before when we did WandaVision, um, it was almost like a whole week after. So now it's like the day of. We should be a little bit carefuler with uh, spoilers because, you know, we don't want to necessarily give anything away. Now, I do have to say there's not necessarily anything to quote unquote spoil other than like literally the last what <coughs> 2 minutes or whatever. Um yeah. but I feel like that was advertised anyways, but still we won't give away the last 2 minutes. Instead, we'll give away, you know, most of just like the character stuff, you know? Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing I think we could spoil, quote unquote, is yeah. what this what this whole episode was about character development. Yes. Whereas with it's really cool to see like where they are. Um, we get a really, really good fight scene with Falcon and, you know, he does this mission that kind of sets up the big bad of the series essentially. Um, and I love, absolutely love that that bald guy was the guy that Captain America fought on the boat in uh, Winter Soldier. So I love that. I absolutely love that. They obviously did that on purpose. So, yes, yeah. I absolutely love that. The very yeah, the very start to where you start to see those similarities come up mm-hmm. with the tone and everything. And, like, I'll be honest with you. I, the, the reactions that I had seen was that this is very much more MCU territory than WandaVision was because it's a little bit more mm. experimental. Yeah, okay. And yeah. I can see that because the first fucking scene of right. the of the show is this really awesome 
awesome chase scene mm-hmm. uh, with people in wingsuits and actual wingsuits. <laughs> there for a minute at the beginning of it, I was like, ah, this is kind of like, you know, a little over the top. Like there's parts of that where I'm like, man, okay, this is kind of over the top. But yeah. I was grinning fucking ear to ear. Like right. I was like, so like, I was like, oh man, this is, this is just cool. It's, it's kind of like Saturday morning cartoons. It's Friday yes. morning cartoons. Exactly. I think that's, and that's exactly what it felt like. I think that's the best part of it. I think my favorite part of the chase scene was when they would switch to Falcon, but they'd have like the camera like right here in front of him. Yeah. So you really got a feel for that like inertia of like what it must feel like with him just like zipping around like he does. Yeah. And what's really great about the episode. Yeah. I, it's kind of one of those. I want to break it down, but I feel like it's too soon. Too soon. Too yeah. soon, man. Too soon. Um, I think, I think the other favorite part of the entire episode was I like, I wasn't expecting to give a shit that much, you know, because it really kind of shows, I mean, cause this is something like, you know, maybe we haven't really thought about that much, but it's like both of these guys were blipped out of, ex- or snapped out of existence and then was yeah. a part of the blip. So both of these characters came back to a world that it's like, Oh shit. Like, I yeah. like, there's one part where one of the side characters basically talks about where, um, you know, there's a there's a group of people or whatever, kind of the main bads or whatever, and they think that life was better um, mm. during the snap or whatever. And he's like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't. And so, like, that kind of, like, mentality, like, oh, yeah, like, life must have been effed up. But if you're not a good person, it probably was, like, you know, free reign, like, yeah. You know, other than having to worry about if Rowan was going to come and you know slice your ass up. <laughs> yeah, and something that I'm noticing that Marvel's doing that I think is very clever. Mm-hmm. I think that they're starting to build up what is going to be the new Avengers out of the Avengers Ooh, that were flipped. Yeah, because we're starting to see a trend that the Avengers that they're showcasing mm. were the ones that were flipped out of existence. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, we get to see the Falcon. He goes down to Louisiana, which if you don't know, I actually was born in Louisiana, Shreveport, Louisiana. So it's like, you know, I was like, eh. <laughs> um, but it's interesting to see, like, he has a family, you know, he, there's clearly sort of bad blood there because, like, you know, she talks about how he basically just went off to the Air Force and, you Ran know, away from all his problems. Yeah, ran away from all his problems or whatever, which, like, totally makes sense, especially, like the point we saw him at at the beginning of winter soldier yeah you're totally right we need to just go and watch that (laughs) yeah yeah it's it really it's like it it, uh, and then what didn't help was while i was cooking breakfast (laughs) it's one o'clock in the afternoon (laughs) breakfast um i was watching a variety video about the russo brothers breaking down the iconic Marvel moments nah. and they're breaking down the, the elevator scene. Yeah. And fun fact, apparently that's the first scene that they shot in the MCU. Interesting. The interesting. Um, but I was watching that scene. I'm like, oh, it's oh. like, I want to watch this movie. So it's so, I will, I will say this right now. I think trilogy wise, what we've gotten so far, the best trilogy in the MCU, I think is the captain America story. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because they're like Civil War, <clears throat> it's it's almost like an Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi thing for me. Mm-hmm. Civil War is interchangeable. I could see that being the best, yeah, right. But I could also see Winter Soldier being the best, yeah, definitely. Um, 
but and even like first adventure you know it's like it's okay it's the first one <laughs> you know it's kind of we can a little bass but um yeah no i the, the entire if you loved winter soldier you will absolutely love falcon and the winter soldier <laughs> right no question i mean speaking of the winter soldier his characterization and how basically he has to go to therapy and that's part of his terms of his pardon because obviously he's he was a brainwashed person he tried to kill iron man like (laughs) he tried to kill everybody you know so like part of his pardon is yeah he has to go to therapy he has to promise not to hurt anybody and that whole scene where he's like you know rule number one and then making amends yeah going through and like getting that senator that he put into power and all the bad stuff that she's done since he did that and i'm like oh dude you know, it's, it's a great juxtaposition between the characters right off the bat because it's yeah. like you see uh, Falcon's like, oh, I'm the military hero. I'm doing yeah, this. Yeah. Winter Soldier's in fucking therapy and like just chilling, like right. just trying to deal, be, be an AA, a better person. <laughs> right. And he's trying to do that thing where he's like he's making amends or whatever. So then um, we do get a flashback, which technically that was the first scene with him was the flashback. And then we get uh, later on, we meet this old guy and I called it right off the bat, even though there was a reveal. It's like I called it right off the bat. That old guy starts talking about his son and Winter yeah, Soldier like, is just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's heartbreaking. That's right. Heartbreaking. And it's like, I think it, they did the reveal. I call it a reveal because it's like, you can just see it in Sebastian Stan's face when he starts talking about his son and he just, you can see the guilt in his face and you can see the anguish in his face. That it's like, here's this old man that I'm, I'm enjoying his company. You know, I'm trying to make amends to him. And there's even a part, he goes out on a date with a girl and they, uh, you know, they start talking about, it. I can't remember what they started talking about. It kind of triggers him. And he's like, yeah, I got to get out of here. He goes to his, his like little Chinaman friend. And he goes there. And of course, what's there? A little shrine to his, to his son. And who is it? Yeah. The guy that he randomly killed or whatever. And it's just like, Oh, and it's like, he was going to tell him. He's like, I, I have to tell you something. And he's like, I forgot to give you back your money for, for lunch today. And it's like, Oh man. It just yeah. hits you in the feels, and it's definitely like I expect to care about these characters because it's the MCU, right? But to care about them in such a way that I do, and you have to really think about it. The MCU right now is doing a very interesting thing in making us like really bad people. Because if you think about it, Wanda's a really fucked up person. <laughs> she yeah. took an entire city hostage. And made them do stuff against their will, made them feel her pain, and yet we love Wanda. We love, you know, Elizabeth Olsen and everything. Same thing with Sebastian Stan. He did some fucked up stuff. He's trying to make amends for it, but still, he's a fucked up person, and yet they make us care about him. They make us, you know, give a shit. And with just minor exposition, they're able to, like break us into that character as far as oh yeah i didn't think about it like that you Mm -hmm. went from one war to another in a calm period and it's like oh wow you like you never stop like there wasn't ever a down moment in your life Mm -hmm. and um and then (laughs) just the, uh, the kind of old humor like a man out of time that they give you like the part whenever they're on the date 
And she's like, how old are you again? He's like 106. She goes, ha ha ha. And he's like, yeah. That's my real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, they're, they're kind of giving you kind of deeper insight into that character and both yeah. of them. Like the whole thing seeing with Sam's family, like it's really great world building that they're doing. Yeah. And, and easily a stronger episode than uh, WandaVision. Just, just the first know. one, yeah, out of the gate, yeah. <laughs> Tifol says the actor from Louisiana as well. Fun fact. Um, okay, so you're, you're talking about the uh, his his sister, I'm assuming. Yeah, she's actually from Louisiana, so that's nice. Or maybe he's talking about Sam. Either way, it's nice that they would get somebody actually local. So, so yeah, uh, I'll definitely agree. This first episode is leaving a better taste in my mouth because you know it's it's well recorded at this point but episode one and two i really liked as standalone as wanda i really actually really liked them just as sitcoms or whatever and the mystery was definitely kind of dangling there but it was just like oh this is a fun little whatever you know and so but then this one like i feel like they got to it a lot quicker you know and so for that i feel like this you know I mean, for one, we only got one episode instead of two, like we did with WandaVision. So, but we didn't need that extra. And this one was forty nine minutes long. This yeah, was a long episode. Yeah, except for the ten minutes of fucking <laughs> credits, credits or whatever. <laughs> so it's like technically thirty five, but yeah, I like it. I like where they're going with it. Um, we're clearly getting some either Winter Soldier slash you know Captain America esque <clears throat> villains. Because he does the Captain America kick, Captain America kick, where he just like kicks him, he goes up against that freaking pole or whatever. It's like okay, yeah, these guys clearly have some type of, you know, superpower or you know they they've they've been treated because I mean that's what the Winter Soldier was. He was yeah. treated with some kind of I can't remember if it was a serum or something, but I remember yeah, I, Ganu, Mamu, Janu, or guy, Mamu. No, the guy from uh, <laughs> Civil War. Who was he? Which 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 guy are you talking about? The bad guy. From... Crossbones. No, the bad guy from Civil War. Oh, Baron Zemo. Zemo. Oh, <laughs> oh, hi, baby. Hi. <laughs> Kitty cat. <laughs> um, Zemo. So Zemo, you know, goes to the the place with all the super soldiers, and of course, the whole time we're thinking he's gonna let them loose, but he ends up killing them or whatever. It's like, yeah. well, maybe he didn't kill them all, or maybe that was just one facility out of multiple facilities because these people clearly have some type of superpower, you know, yeah. or super strength. Super or, yeah, so I mean, that'll be interesting. Um, plus, I mean, I think one thing that makes Falcon interesting is the fact that he is kind of just a normal guy, but he just has some really cool tech or whatever. Mm-hmm. So him going up against, you know, this will be interesting because it's like, you know, you know, a normal guy. And dealing with that like celebrity aspect, yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of uh, Doctor Strange, you're not going to worry about that because he's fucking dealing with interdimensional shit, right? I was like, Falcon's a regular dude, and they depict that. And it's like, oh, can I get a selfie? Like at the loan office, right? Right. That was really cringy. It was really cringy, but oh, I super! Especially where it ends up going, where he's like, "Yeah, we can't give you the loan." Or whatever. It's like, dude, I haven't been. <laughs> it's like you don't have any. You don't have any income for the last five years. It's like it's hard to when you don't exist. Isn't that such a bank government ass? Right? Oh, oh my you were god! Gone past five years. Sorry, you can't prove. It's like I work for the government. I am a superhero. Like that should be it. 
Yeah. <laughs> that should be end of fucking discussion. But instead, it's all like, oh, well, of course, to our, you know, algorithm. <laughs> like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So, congratulations. We haven't <laughs> brought up grandpa sex or sex with our siblings yet. Yes, so, yes, yes, good. I mean, We're that's perfect. Part. Let's cut it right now. And go to a nice break before we do something crazy. <laughs> we'll start with it next time. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. If you guys are lucky and you're good, we'll start with Grandpa Sex next time. Okay? <laughs> Jeez. Your National Nerd Net Radio Direct. Trey Beyond. <laughs> National Nerd Net Radio Direct, where our topic of the day is more grandpa sex. We. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Le hip hop, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Le hip hop. Ah, zut. Zut, zut, zut. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting into languages. I, I don't I don't speak Spanish. No, zut is damn. Zut zut is zut. Like in Monty Python, there's a character zut. named Zut. <laughs> <laughs> and so she gets mad at herself, and she's like Zut 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 is Zut, and I'm just like Ah! <laughs> I'll see what you did there. It's quite clever. <laughs> Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. That was super sexist. What about people, people, people? <laughs> oh, there's that. There's there, that. There is that. There is that. Right, there is that. Okay. So, hey, what have you been up to other than the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Got that out of the way. What else have you been up to? Well, so the biggest thing of note, if you haven't seen, is that thing right behind me. Um, so I got... A Quest 2. I was like, Sonic? Sonic, yes. <laughs> there again? The Sonic. The Sonic. <laughs> so, Sweet. yeah, I got a Quest 2. Um, couple things. <laughs> uh, first off, go ahead whenever you're looking to buy one of these and get the enhanced stuff. So buy what's called the Elite Strap, which is basically like the PSVR headset. It's like 50 bucks. And then go ahead and buy you another face cover. Okay. So, interesting. The thing with VR is like there's there's still some hurdles that I got to get around. So first mm-hmm. off, first hurdle I noticed, I my glasses didn't fit. Glasses didn't fit at all. So I tried it on to wear with my glasses, and they were pressed against my face so hard they left marks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. well I'll just try at least doing the setup without my glasses. It was kind of getting dis- disorienting. So. Mm. Like, let me go put so my contacts in. That's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. So even though, like, I'm assuming it's something like PlayStation where you can put it farther or closer to your face, which would hopefully mess with the focus. But even without glasses, that doesn't help. 
Well, so that's the thing. I have I have had zero issues with PSVR in terms of sight wearing my glasses. It, it mm. is a lot better in terms of that way. Mm-hmm. The problem is my glasses are just too wide. Mm-hmm. Now, in the you box, some they give thick me... Thick-ass glasses. Oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. Yeah, fucking uh, nerd. In the... Uh, in, the in the box they give you a glasses spacer so you can take this out like this and then there's another piece that basically extends it out I, but my problem is is my glasses that i have are too wide um and they're too wide and too tall so now there's a couple other routes you could go you can get prescription lenses for these which will run you between 60 and 80 bucks dear god um and yeah so it's kind of lenses for a vr wow yeah. what have we come to <laughs> yeah um but i mean some of the like at least buy a new face cover and i tell you this if you can't tell the reason why i say that i have some sort of either allergic reaction or rash going on around my face really i just thought yeah. it always looked like that so there's red <laughs> around, like on my forehead and around here Interesting. and i don't I don't know what caused it. There was a lot of taking this on and off, giggity. Mm. Um, and that might have caused like an irritation. But yeah. like I woke up this morning and like my face was itchy and I was scratching Oof. it. And so it Yeesh. caused this. So get you a different cover for sure when you first buy it. But from the what I basically did, did was downloaded the um, Super Hot demo and the Beat Saber demo. Super hot. I'm going to buy the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, and I can gameplay capture. So from the headset itself, so there's definitely stuff we can do Ooh, there. Interesting. That's kind of cool. yeah. And you can stream it like straight to Facebook if you want. You can nice. do like a lot of really cool things. Um, super hot. It's 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 a lot better than PSVR. It is because the clarity is so much better. The freedom of motion is so much better. Mm-hmm. But I still have that initial setup issue that I had with like not being able to use these and mm-hmm. like it was a whole process. See, my forehead's itchy right now. Um, so once I, yes, once I get it to where like I can comfortably do it more, giggity, um, I'm gonna enjoy it a lot more. But um, it's it's really cool. I, I got it for a steal. I got it for like two hundred bucks, right. where they usually like three or four hundred. So nice, nice. nice. Um, I'm excited to see what you can do with it. Cause I also discovered it does the hand tracking. I didn't know that. Oh, like the fingers. So you can be like, yeah, so, ah! yeah, you can, you can literally go like that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it does. Cause there's cameras all along the front of it. You basically can do it's full finger tracking, <laughs> but not a lot of games. Do it. <laughs> not a lot of games do it, but um, the controllers are really interesting. Like they're really interesting to hold. Yeah. Um, so okay, we'll, real quick, have you seen the new PSVR controllers? I have, mm. and they look sexy as hell. Sexy as fuck. Anyways, go on. Um, yeah, well, we can actually compare between the two, but these they're cool. I like what they're doing. They're a little bit. How does it track your fingers? I would have thought your fingers go through the sensors, and that's how they figure out what they're doing. So I don't know how it works. To be honest with you, the only thing that it actually really track. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on you can you basically use it two ways with uh-huh. the controllers or with your hands interesting so yeah i can have the headset on with no controllers and it, the cameras are tracking my, my body is the controller <laughs> so like if you're navigating the menu you can use your fingers to like pinch and zoom and like interesting do stuff like that but with this it can track your and i think with this little halo thing it can track like your That's thumb and your halo. index finger halo. because like mm-hmm. i could move my hand around like that in the game I was playing. Right. Um, 
but yeah, basic mechanics are to grab, like you use this and that's obviously to shoot. So the thing to keep in mind, which is different from PSVR, you're not used to having to hold the button to hold the thing. I can't tell you how many times I was dropping fucking guns in super hot because I kept letting go of this. So it's like, it's like real hold on to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I wish I could play more of it, but it's just because of those initial hurdles, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, it's kind of yeah, one of those, damn it. I wish. Can't do it too but long. I'm excited. So, honestly. So yeah, since you brought it up, we'll go ahead and switch gears just first. Cause I was, this is actually a story we were going to talk about later, but that's okay. So yeah, I got the, oh, perfect segue. yeah, we got the, uh, pictures up on screen right now. So, yeah, they look pretty hot. And I would think, I don't know, obviously, but I would think that the reason it's around your hand is to track everything. So I could be like, pa-pow, do the bird. I can do little pinky when I'm when I'm drinking something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm assuming and, that's what the halos would be for. Because otherwise, yeah, you, why the fuck would you have that? <laughs> right. And you are correct. Yeah. The, the, from what they've said, these controllers are going to be full finger tracking, um, like full haptic feedbacks. So right. they'll be able to, like, Imagine. it's a very immersive experience. Imagine. Oh, my God. Haptic feedback. So it's like when you pull back. See, when you pull back a string, like on a PS5 controller, you're supposed to be able to feel that tension, you know, yada yada. But like, imagine actually somehow feeling it when you're actually like doing the motion yourself. Oh my god, that'd be so freaking badass. Yeah, I think that these actually have the. Oh, I got cat ass. There you go. Um, I think that these actually have a chance of really being setting the next step because right now the best vr controller is the valve index Mm -hmm. controllers because it's got the knuckle tracking full like playing that bone works game and any of the other stuff with those it's like the best way to do it except for the fact that the index by itself is close to a twelve hundred dollar system something along those uh, which one did you say had the best one index index vive index controller we're gonna take a look at that so we can get a good comparison yeah index is oh interesting which one is it so it's the ones that yeah the knuckle knuckle guard type of controller so this one right here okay yeah that's interesting um but yeah if you go to youtube in here i'll sit here i'll send you a link because there's oh i see okay that makes sense now now i see a hand in it you got the straps. You have the strap-ons right there, and yeah. Jesus Christ. Interesting. I mean, if you look at it, it actually looks quite a bit like what PSBR ended up going with because you have, like, essentially the analog right here, and then I have my buttons right here, and then there's a button, like, right here. Sorry for you listeners. <laughs> you don't get the yeah, visuals of me saying here, here, and here. Okay. Oh, you're making me do stuff. And they do. It's a really good visual representation of what it does. Only pay for what you need with Liberty Mutual. I just said that. What, Ranch on Pizza? At long last, we can show you guys the Index hardware. So this is uh, this is Valve's new VR headset. Oh, is this Corridor? And uh, what better yeah. than to play a little bit of Boneworks on it? We're gonna uh-huh. show you more of the headset today than Boneworks, but uh, but essentially- Can they Nico see what's right going on, on by the way? Uh, sort of 
Uh, I mean, the the video is on our much, screen. But we got a little bit more for you guys today. Oh, okay, uh, so they can't see us. Uh, they can't well see us. Yeah, the they can see the. He's a little heavy. <laughs> that on the little screen. Is. is that better? <laughs> no. <laughs> now it's the borders on the video. The fucking pencil, Almost there. Man. We're doing it live, folks. <laughs> Hold on. Well, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, see, that's that's good enough. Get over it. Booty up here, just like yeah, in John Wick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that look, right. that's a very provocative so pose right there. It's really weird having a guy flailing at you in VR and then actually being able to like physically grab his arms. At least they're struggling, and you're like, I'm holding on to this, this guy. It's trying to kill me. This has is really nice. Just the fabric it's made of. Oh, it Nick, fits I can't hear anything. So much nicer. The other one okay, just feels kind of floppy and wobbly. <laughs> And yeah, also, like, okay, I get it. Oh, okay, you were yeah, talking. And you can have a Halloween face. costume that comes There's with it. There's a video it. playing. Yeah, it comes yeah. with their super suit. Yeah. Okay, how the fuck do I get out of this? Now? Oh, here we go. Who is that guy? So they come with different sizes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, get rid of that. Badoosh. Boom. Right, oh. <laughs> get back into it. All right. And boom. So, yeah, I could see how... PlayStation is at least inspired by the HTC Vibe controller because yeah. just their setup looks almost identical. I do kind of hope they have straps because now that I've seen it with the straps, it makes sense to have the straps because you can't exactly go like this with the controller. Because <laughs> yeah. then it's um, – for audio listeners, I opened up my hands – it's like you can't do that with a controller because then you drop the damn controller. So the HTC have straps on them so you can completely open your hand up to grab, literally grab something. Yeah. And so I don't know if these pictures just don't show us that it has a strap or, you know, because obviously this is very crisp and clean or whatever. So it's like, you know, they're trying to make it look good. So maybe, oh, they do kind of have straps, but they look more like the Wii straps where, like, they go around your wrist. Yeah. So I don't know what that's going to do when you literally want to open your hand up to grab something. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. But, yeah, the, the, them leading with the haptic feedback, too. Like, I, I, I haven't held the index, so I don't know what the haptics are like. But mm-hmm. um, they're wanting to put the technology that they did into the PS, uh, into the DualShock 5 or dual right. sets, the dual sets. Yeah. When I say DualShock fucking five, the DualSense. That's um, it's like okay, all right. That I I like where you're going. Like you could be leading like in a, in a more consumer sense, um, because yeah, the Valve Index by itself it's so expensive. It's it's the most professional. That's yeah. like nine hundred ninety nine, isn't it? It's it's like a thousand dollars for the headset and the whole thing itself, and then of course you've got to have the powerful rig to play it yeah, on top of it. So. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, good, good, good. I'm glad you ended up getting that because I remember you talking about that last time. So you've just been it's vibing cool. on that? Well, yeah, I played when it yesterday. Can, obviously, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I played it yesterday because I got it yesterday. So I have a total of three, like maybe not even three hours, maybe an hour into it. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't had a lot of hands-on time with it yet. So hopefully hands when I get some of the rest of the stuff for it, I can, I can do that soon and enjoy it a lot better. Um, but apart from that, I'm still in that kind of game limbo. Yeah, where um, I'm in that like game and, and show limbo too. And I almost going back to whenever we were talking about the uh, wanting to watch the Winter Soldier, it almost got me to the point where I'm like, 
am I ready for an MCU rewatch? <laughs> Already is is that is that what I'm ready for? Is my body ready? <laughs> is my body ready? Because it's kind of like I'm getting in that MCU mood again. Like we used to be, you know, on the high after um, Ant Man and the Wasp, leading into Endgame. Like that was the last time we really felt that swell mm, where we wanted to consume yeah. all of that. But games in particular, like I still haven't been able to find that thing that I'm like. Yes, like this is my new. You should always find the thing. You should. Most <laughs> <people>. <laughs> well, yeah. After Wandavision, we ended up watching uh, Age of Ultron or whatever. That is such a that is such a under uh, appreciated movie. Like I just remember everybody bitching and complaining, even to this yeah. day that oh, Age of Ultron isn't that isn't as good. I'm like. How? Fucking how? Because this movie is amazing. Now, granted, the behind the scenes, Joss Whedon and how, you know, the the company just kept fucking with him or whatever. Yeah, okay, I can I could probably see that, right? But the, the movie was is great. Still is great. It holds up. And if anything, like now kind of like seeing where Wanda goes, not only through WandaVision, but just through to end game or whatever it's just like you gain a new appreciation and seeing like her origin essentially yeah so that envisions origin so i would almost argue that age of ultron is better than the first avengers in retrospect now because like the first avengers is still a phenomenal movie but in hindsight it's like oh the scale of it Mm-hmm. we've got to fucking end game now. Like the scale that was the big thing about Avengers is not there anymore. Yeah. You know, uh, whereas age of Ultron really more focuses on characters and like character development and, you know, Ultron uh, James Spader's Ultron is a perfect indication of that. Like mm-hmm. he picked, they picked such a prolific actor to play this villain and he talked like he, he wasn't an action villain in a lot of ways. He was a fucking monologue villain. And that was, okay <laughs> it's 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 i really really do enjoy age of ultron and the whole tone of it's fun too yeah the the whole beginning scene is just like ah oh, this is great mm-hmm. definitely dip, 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 definitely so i mean yeah i've been kind of interrupt myself like uh i'm still playing zombies outbreaks and i'm still doing season two of uh call of duty I'm still kind of on track, but it's just I'm just not feeling it this time. I don't know if it has to do with the fact that, um, like the unlocks. I'm not super excited about all the unlocks this time, or if it was just like I got a new game, I got the, you know, the first one for free, and it was like I was I was living up to the investment that I put into it. Whereas now it's like I would have to buy this one. And so I'm still putting in the time. I'm still putting in the effort, but I don't know. It's just, it's different now. It's different. I still like prefer outbreak now over a regular map. So now I still can't wait for like transit, but I don't know. It's just, and I think it is just where my headspace is because like I, I've gotten to the point where I've even gone back to uh fallout 76 mm. and I'm having a lot of fun with that. That's kind of, itching that um open world itch so to speak um you know i can just go in and just get lost for a while i still have a a really bad problem with becoming overcumbered in that fucking game like 
Like, and I would, I would play this in uh, like Fallout Three and Fallout Four. I'd play the exact same way, where I would go to an area and I would loot the absolute crap out of everything. I'd grab every tin can on the fucking ground, every pencil on a table, and then I'd go somewhere and I'd I'd sell it all for caps or whatever. And so um, I'm always flush with caps. Nothing, you know, not having a <laughs> weird flex, the world. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, I have so many damn caps. I am a rich man in Fallout 76. Um, but uh, that's also why I think I liked Fallout 76 so much more than your average Fallout um, person. Because, like, your average Fallout person, like, they were bitching and complaining about how, oh, you don't have any, like, dialogue trees or talking. And it's like, what I liked about Fallout 76 is that I was able to get into the action, get into the exploring a lot quicker. Because the exploring everything is the... Now, for the people who wanted, like, a more traditional Fallout, they have, like, the NPCs and stuff like that. Um, so they have that for those people. But for me, it's like, I'm totally fine going to an area and spending you know a whole hour just going to every single dresser every single desk and just looting the absolute crap out of it i'll be honest with you you're kind of talking me towards fallout 76 at this specific moment right and i'm saying that because like that's kind of where i was my memory of fallout 3 is the fucking intro. Cause I can't tell you how many times I played the intro to that game, yeah. trying to play and get into the game. I got maybe where I shot uh, the first fucking, what is it? Fat boy. Yeah. I, yeah. Like uh, that, that was, that was basically most of my memory of three, four. I got a lot farther in, Yeah. but after a while I just got a fatigue for it. And I was like, uh, yeah. uh but even, even still like, if I'm thinking about my enjoyment of Fallout, it's going through areas and looting and crafting yeah. and doing that. You know, with Skyrim, it's definitely more quest-based. Like, I do yes. mainline quests yeah. in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Maybe just because the world is not really geared towards me looting as much. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've always enjoyed more the world and exploring in a Fallout game. Like, I'm that person, there's always, like, jokes about it. It's all like, you know, in Fallout 4, for instance, you lose your son and you're supposed to go get your son. But you're like, ooh, what's over here? <laughs> like, I was that person. And same thing with Fallout 3. It's like, you can, you know, you have a similar situation where you lose your dad or whatever. Uh, you lose a lot of things in Fallout and then you're supposed to just go fucking find them. Anyways, um, but yeah, I just kind of... Um, I just kind of go wherever the hell I want or whatever. And Fallout 76, I, I really do believe, even when it was really fucked up and lots of bugs, it pretty much was just Fallout with friends. Yeah. And that's all it needed to be for me because I wasn't the person who was interested in the, you know, 30 pages deep dialogue tree. I wasn't into that stuff. I'm not into, you know, all the, you know documents are and the thing is that they it was still there like there's this one character rosie she's a robot and she has a very kind of clap trappy type of personality but she's like a uh, like a girl robot a girl bot um and you end up finding out her story basically where like i i think she got her memories from this raider or whatever and you find out where her like cell was and stuff like that and it's like, oh, this is kind of funny, like because you, 
you listen to this like recording of her interrogation at the time and it's clearly the same voice actor but it's now and then you go up to a body and it's like you know one of the things you can loot from her is rosie's note and i'm like oh this is rosie damn and kind of like that's what i've always liked about fallout is these little side stuff the main stories have never really been that interesting my favorite memory from fallout 3 isn't finding my dad and going into the super collider and killing myself my favorite memory from fallout 3 is going to this random ass house talking to this guy something was super sus about him and i'm like something's going on with this fucker we end up wait i end up waiting until night and i go into his um his um like shed or whatever because he's like acting super sus about it and i'm like i go into his shed and yeah there's like human body parts and skulls and everything and i'm like motherfucker this is a cannibal that's why he's acting so fucking suspicious and so i come out and as soon as i come out he's at the he's on the outside of the door and he's like well well i guess i can't let you leave and i'm like well, pow 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 and it's so fucking like that's my favorite experience from fallout not anything in the main mission you know not yeah. the red steel motherfuckers or that what it's called? Red Steel? Brotherhood um, of Steel. Brotherhood of Steel. Not the Brotherhood of Steel timeline. Not the other timeline. There's a whole fucking timeline in Fallout 3 where you could go and try to become a fucking vampire. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'd expect that in Skyrim because you can literally go do that in Skyrim. But, like, in Fallout or whatever, there's this this group of people who think they become vi- vampires. I don't think they do. And, like, you do get kind of a perk that lets you like get some kind of buff or whatever that does kind of make you a vampire, but it's like, you don't literally become a vampire. You just get some kind of weird mutation or whatever. I don't know. But it's like, that's my favorite memories from fallout. And that's what I got with fallout 76. And we've always been, or I've always kind of said that, like I didn't experience the, you know, mountain of bugs that a lot of the people, you know, talking shit about it do like there's people to this day that still talk shit about it which i to a certain degree is like i don't think it's fair because it's definitely gotten to the point where like no man's sky was where no man's sky started off shitty but now it's gotten to the point where it's a lot better you know is it is it you know triple a or whatever no i don't think fallout or skyrim's ever been like triple a in the sense of execution because they've always been buggy as fuck you know what i mean um it's like in a game i was gonna say a game like uh cyberpunk cyberpunk is still a very buggy game like that's kind of one of those universally you can and that's what's kind of kept me from playing it is because it's like hey it's overwhelming but also Mm -hmm. it's like uh like i can see like i saw one moment where the my friend character literally walked through a car yeah like nothing happened i'm like yeah (laughs) I yeah. break immersion okay. broken and i'm just yeah i i just saw a thing on twitter talking about the next big update will fix cops and cars and it's like oh good because we wouldn't want that fixed before it comes out like because i i remember like angry joe's a big one where like he has this video up where he's inside a club and cops just start spawning in the room he's in because he did one little thing that was wrong. And it was this bullshit thing. 
And all of a sudden they just spawn. And there was even one that ended up spawning inside a wall or whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah, this game is fucking trash. <laughs> like, no matter how much you might connect with the story or it might just speak to you or whatever. No, this game is fucking trash. <laughs> like, it just, it's not fucking working. So, all right, so we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, I'm going to tell you about how I finally tried two games that a lot of people have been talking about. What are they? You're going to have to wait and find out. Hello, everybody. Done with this song because I just realized this song's already been on. <laughs> so, <laughs> Doing so it live. This sounds, this sounds familiar. It's on random. And then I tried choosing one that actually had fucking words. What are you eating? Is that chips? Or, or is that no. Is that it's baby skin. I dry it up and I just chomp on it. Um, num, num, num. Sometimes I add I a little ranch to it. Oh, a little ranch <laughs> makes everything better. <laughs> Except for pizza. Jesus Christ, why? Dude, ranch on pizza is fucking phenomenal. Don't even go there. I could see ranch on pizza if it was like one of those chicken pizzas. Like, that would be delicious. But like ranch on a fucking pepperoni pizza? Maybe cold. Maybe cold. I could see it cold. Cold pizza, ranch, I could see that being good. But like warm pizza and cold fucking ranch? No! No, thank so, you. <laughs> one of my favorite places back home, it was it's just a specific type of pizza that they have. Yeah. But it was Hawaiian pizza. It was on a thin, thin crust. <laughs> no, you already a, lost me. You already was, fucking lost me. Pineapple, ham, and then bell pepper. And they had this homemade ranch that was like, oh, so, yeah. so good. There are two types of people in this world. Really psychotic people, just down and dirty people. And then people who don't like pineapple on their fucking pizza. <laughs> Do you not know the definition of insanity? <laughs> pineapple on pizza. <laughs> I thought that went out perfectly. <laughs> so there goes half our viewership just like, fuck you, I like pineapple. That's that's the best that's thing good. about hey, making, I'm, I'm making in your the, camp. Yeah. Yeah, that's pineapple the, on pizza. That that that's the biggest thing about Nick and Nate. We're not gonna agree, and I love conversations that come from that. You know what I mean? We're definitely on each other's side most of the time, but like I what like. What is that that you're drinking? Because that looks delicious. Oh. Uh, it is a sparkling, sp- not, not sponsored by the way. Sparkling ice, and it's a uh, cherry limeade. It's okay. I like the I like the other flavor a little the spark- bit. Better. Yeah, the sparkling ices are, are hit or miss for me because there's some flavors I really enjoy and some I'm like, ooh, I just don't like. That's not like it tastes well, like stale soda. Yeah. See, oh, but, and yeah. see, like I like this way more than I do like fucking Lacroix because Lacroix feel like it's 99 parts soda water and one part whatever flavor, flavor it is, and that's just too fucking much for me. So I have a drink question for you, an a, a adult question. Mm. Have you ever had ranch water before? Oh, God. What? In Do you what, what context is? would be what I need ranch water? So ranch water is a West Texas drink that that kind of has gotten a lot more popular. So what it is is limes, like a mm-hmm. good bit of limes, make mm-hmm. fresh lime juice, tequila, 
Mm, okay. And Topo Chico. The fuck is Topo Chico? You don't know what Topo Chico is? It's the mineral water. It's the like sparkling mineral water. Honestly, Topo Chico. It, look up a picture of Topo Chico. Topo you'll see. You'll you've probably see the probably seen the label. Topo the Chico. label. Um, Topo Chico is very much spicy water. Like Lacroix is flavored sparkling water. Topo Chico. Topo Chico is spicy water. <laughs> like that shit will get you after. A I, while. I might have seen this like at a Walmart or something, but yeah, I don't. But know. it's basically not flavored sparkling water. Um, <laughs> that's a good metaphor because it's mineral. But anyway, it's a it's a really good like drink concoction, and it's very simple to make. You should um, cook. I did say cock. Yes, <laughs> cockshin. <laughs> cockshin. So I know it's killing you guys. What games have I played that everyone's talking about? So number one is I finally got to play Among Us. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Who here Among Us? Zoyan. So, Zoyan, so come here real fast. This is this is hilarious. It's adorably hilarious. Come here, baby. Hurry it up. Come on. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Okay. So what new game did I get you? Um, it's called um, Among Us. So how do you say it? Um, say Among? Among Us. <laughs> among Us? <laughs> Can you say Among? Among? Us. <laughs> All right, get out of here. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Go to your room, silly. Among us. <laughs> go. Go back to your room. I'll be done in a little bit. Go, 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 go. I should have taken her out, I guess, but still. So, yes, Among Us, I I finally got a chance to play that. Um, Zoe Ann's been bugging me about it forever. Because she watches a bunch of like YouTube videos about it or whatever. And so, can you please go back to your room, please? Okay. Um, so, uh, so I finally got it for her because, you know, we got that stimmy. We got that stimmy. So I was like, all right, you know, $5 isn't that bad. So I got it for it on the Switch. Uh, and it's really fun. She's really enjoying it. I really like it, but the biggest negative for me on the Switch, I don't know about it on the PC or anything like that, but the biggest negative is there's no, there's no, um, voice chat on the Switch. And I'm like, this is dumb. Like, yeah, that makes zero sense. Like, sure, you can go in and you can literally get the keyboard on your Switch and tap it out with your fingers or whatever, but I mean, Zoe Ann can't do that. You know yeah, what I mean? No, no, no. I I could do it, but I don't know if, how fast I could do it. And and then they have this quick chat, but it's just like all the streams, all the funny videos that I've seen about it. Yeah, we both have crying, crying. Okay, hold on, people. Yeah, so all of, all mine's having to do is uh, cat. Hi, cat. Look at this cat. This kitty cat. Hi, beautiful sacrifice. You're my sacrifice. Your beautiful sacrifice. Oh no, I couldn't. Take, I couldn't take another sacrifice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the sacrifice. Oh. Okay, they're not happy. I shouldn't have done that. I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, 
But yeah, any videos I've seen, it's people, you know, having an emergency meeting, talking amongst each other, among themselves, among us, uh, <laughs> and just, you know, having fun that way. And then, like, also being able to see somebody, like, talk their way out of being you know sus or whatever it's like oh no i'm not i'm not the imposter you know it must be this guy because i saw them going and it really is them like that's what makes this game fun is being the imposter being able to like talk your way out of it or being a sleuth and you're like oh you know like i saw you go in there and then i also saw a dead body so what how do you explain yourself you know and being able to like be like a detective or whatever so whether you're a crewmate or the imposter itself or whatever like that's the whole point of it is communication so not having that on a switch and i even plugged in these headphones see i got the little microphone here you click it down and it's fine so and not having well, that is just like I think uh. you might. It might be through the app because you remember how they did that bullshit weird way on the Switch where you have to use the Nintendo app for voice chat. That's how they have it with Splatoon and other games like that. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, they have it. I I don't know anything about gameplay huh. on the on the Switch for Among Us, but I know for like Splatoon and the other multiplayer games, that's how you have to do it is through. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, here's what you could do. The workaround on that is, you know, just get on Discord like on your phone. That would yeah, be the easiest. But thing I mean, to do. like, I, I know it's not. That's the a good name. Yeah, that's a not. That's a good uh, exchange workaround. for me. But yeah, for her, it's like, you know, I'd rather just be able to get her, her in, in the game. game or whatever. Even though obviously, then I have to worry about some asshole, you know, cursing at her or something. But still, it's like, you know, yeah. So. Um, so that, that's my only negative. Uh, she got imposter for the first time. She, it, just a second. Yeah. So among us, I haven't actually played myself. So, uh, what's really interesting to me is it, it's one of those games that the zeitgeist has been really high about, but I, I can't bring myself to play just because it's like, I don't have that specific setting. So maybe if I did, it would be a different story overall. Um, but I, I don't know if I enjoy watching among us more or playing it. And I think that does have a lot to do with the fact of me not playing the game. Um, so that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, do you guys, I don't know if you guys remember that whole thing with Switch because they haven't talked about it or no other game has brought it up. So I'm wondering if that's actually still a thing. Um, And in fact, while he's gone, I'm actually going to look that up. Uh, Game chat for Among Us on Switch. And we'll look this up. Okay. Joys of doing it live. <laughs> Give me just uh, actually one more sec. Starting to get hot. I'm get my uh, my fan on here. Here we go. Okay. Okay. We'll just cut it, cut it, cut it there. I guess. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, what was the last thing I was talking about? Oh, yeah, not being able to communicate is just, you know, a big negative for me. So, we'll see. I'll get a little bit more into it. Uh, oh, what I was saying is she got to be imposter for the first time. And then uh, it was really it was really fun just watching her because she actually was able to, the first time, 
they called like an emergency meeting, like they voted on somebody else. So somebody else ended up getting vented. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went and killed one person was running around or whatever, trying to basically find another person and was able to kill another person, which was uh, because it was a smaller lobby. She won. And so I was like, it was really cool to see that. Obviously to see like the joy in her eyes and everything that was just yeah, really winning cool. a game like that. Yeah. That's, that's a really good memory to have. Right. It's like be- beating like a really hard level in Mario, you know? Yeah, exactly. Really so like more dated su- reference. Super great. Uh, another game I was able to play. Uh, that a lot of people have been talking about Valheim. I went ahead and bought it. My offer still stands. I will buy your copy if if you want to start playing it with me. Um, all I, I mean the the main thing I can talk about it is yeah. Like, what's your elevator pitch? My ele- right now my elevator pitch is for me. It's one of the best uh, survival games I've played. There are some out there that are way too fucking tedious as far as I have to eat every three goddamn seconds or I have to drink every three goddamn seconds. You know, I take one step over here and suddenly I'm poisoned or I take a drink of goddamn water. And you and know what I mean? These are games like Seven Ways to Die, Seven Ex- Days to Die. And stuff exactly. Like that. Exactly. Like, I like Seven Days to Die, but there is so much about that fucking game is so goddamn tedious. And it's just like, uh... I've never really gotten into Minecraft, so I can't really compare it to Minecraft at all. Uh, my main, my main, uh, my main thing is like Seven Days to Die. Uh, I know there's others, and honestly, it's escaping me right now. Um, but yeah, most of the time, it's just like they take the survival aspect to it and they just crank it up, and I. Most of them I just don't like. Whereas this one, you know, I don't think there's a hydration meter. I think there's a nutrition meter. So it's like I need to eat. But so far, I, I've, I haven't had to drink at all. Um, and even then, the, the eating is more about getting more health than it yeah. is about um, – there being this meter that I have to constantly feed into, you know, like, oh, you're hungry, you better eat. Five minutes late, oh, you're hungry, you better eat. Oh, you're hungry, you better eat. Hungry, you better eat. You better eat. You better eat. It's like, oh my god. And it's like, it, it just it grinds on you. So far, this is like a really good mixture of, like, I guess a good example is you start the game off at twenty five health. That's not a lot of health, especially if you get in a in in the wrong fight or something, but. You eat some berries, um, it'll start to go up. You eat mm. some more, it'll start to go up. Um, I do like their kind of system. So basically, you eat a berry, and then right next to your health bar will be like a picture of a berry. And that means you don't want any more berries. But you can go and eat some mushrooms. And so then that'll put a mushroom right next to your life bar. And then I can eat some, you know, like a drumstick, you know, a meat drumstick or whatever. And that'll put that. So you can only have a certain number of like food items and it will start to gradually make your health go up or whatever, but I can't eat too much and then, you know, kill myself, (laughs) you know, I can't eat too much, you know, and then eventually, you know, your, the little food icon will start to blink and then it'll eventually go away. So then that means, okay, I can eat some more berries 
or more. It seems right now like the limit is three types of food. You know, basically, I can if you eat too many berries, you're just like, nah, I don't feel like berries anymore. But then you wait a little while and you feel like berries again. So it's an interesting system, but it's not. It's not just constantly egging at me. You know what I mean? Then so, there's like the building right. system uh, or the, you know, the crafting system. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, just a really good example is cutting down a tree. You know, cutting down a tree and it falls over. You know, and it, you can get crushed by it. Um, luckily, that didn't happen. Uh, I did have an instance where, like, it rolled into me, and it t- I took a little bit of damage, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, but what's cool is that it falls down. Then you can keep chopping at it. It'll break in, like, it'll break in half, and then you'll get, like, 10 wood, and then you cut the other part of it, and then you get, like, 10 half, and then another part of it, depending on how, you know, tall that tree is. And I'm like, okay, that's really cool. Then there's this one time I'm cutting down a tree. It falls over knocks over another tree falls over and then gets caught up on one of the branches of another tree. And I'm like, okay, I really like that. I really like that. I also like that it doesn't take up a lot of space. It's like not even a gig of space. And yet, so does that translate into the graphics as well? Cause these look super low poly. Oh yeah. But that's the point. It's supposed uh-huh. to, it's okay. this low poly kind of PlayStation one looking graphics or whatever. Um, but I also just like the lighting effects, like the lighting uh-huh. effects are almost like set to ultra and then everything else is, everything set else to is yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> but yeah. it's like, that is definitely part of the charm. Like, I like that. It just, I like the look of it and it makes it feel unique. You know, it's almost like somewhere in between like a super high res, you know, survival game and Minecraft, you know, like, so you still kind of get that Minecraft feel, but it's just this kind of low poly or whatever. And being a person who grew up on like PlayStation one or whatever, it's like, I love these graphics. Like I, you know, I'd like to see more games like this. And yeah, the, so the survival, the building, like basically you, you craft yourself a hammer and then using like right click, for instance, we'll build a, or we'll bring up this big, you know, uh, Stuff that you can, you know, so walls, roofs, all this stuff. And it's like, okay, I really like that. And then literally you just drag and drop and click left click to place it. Now, many people who've been listening, and even you, Nate, can know that I'm not a PC gamer. Uh In many aspects, I just don't like PC gaming whatsoever. Um, I remember Kevin used to give me a hard time because he's like, oh, you should try this out. I'm like, yeah, that's on the PC. Yeah, I don't think so. I've been using my my laptop mainly just for like this. You know what I mean? Um, and and I was just never really like the, the transition from a controller to a mouse and keyboard. Just like, ah, I just don't like it. It just whereas this game, it's simple enough. Um, and also complex enough you know um right now they do have partial controller uh integration so i think maybe there's just some keystrokes that you have to use the keyboard for but like the moving and the other stuff you can just use your controller i haven't even tried it because i actually like it and that that says something for a non-pc gamer to be like i like the controls enough to not have to feel like i want a controller there's plenty of games where it's like 
I would try it for like three seconds and be like, "Not nah, fuck this." <laughs> so, um, I really like I really like that aspect of it. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. I haven't gone super far into it, so I can't tell you like how a lot of the combat is. But like the combat that I have had in it um, feels really responsive um, because even like something like Seven Days to Die or whatever, so goddamn clunky, so like precise but also imprecise at the same time whereas this it's like i do feel like there's a lot to do with dodging and blocking so i wouldn't say like dark souls-esque like because it's definitely it definitely not like that but maybe later on when i start getting more complicated enemies right now the only thing i've come across is these graylings which are like these like little like gremlin looking things they just like start coming up um, and then there was like this glowing newt that only came out at night or whatever. And then the only other things I've come across is like deer and boar, but they don't really, they don't fight back. They just get scared and run away or whatever. So that doesn't really count. So, but the combat is nice, you know, so far, like you can grab a spear, you can, or you can throw it or whatever. So, um, yeah, I just, out of all the survival games I have played, they're just so complicated that it's it, it takes away from the fun. Now, there's some people out there who like the simulation, um, but I'd say even then, like, imagine a day in the life where you're in a post-apocalyptic world or you're stuck on an island or something. You don't have to drink that fucking much. <laughs> who needs yeah. to drink that much? Nobody needs to. You can go days without water. And yet these games make you drink every, like, minute. It's like, hey, it's been a minute. Have you had a drink yet? <laughs> hey, it's been yes, five minutes. Yes, Have I you am eaten? Thirsty. Yes. Are you trying to drown me? Right. Like, it, it's ridiculous. This has survival in it, but at least so far. Like I said, I haven't I, – I played, I think, literally for two hours last night on stream. Um, So I, it's there, but it's not – important just like the building is there the crafting is there the crafting is way more important than the building like i could probably go the entire game without actually building a base Mm. that's uh, that's at least the feel i'm getting i feel like i don't have to build a base i can make a base and like that option is really nice you know because the only thing i need like an actual like house for is like my bed so if i want to go rest or something you know um, but everything else, like I could just throw down a workbench, I could throw down a cooking station, and I don't, I don't need something for. And I'm like, okay, I really like that, you know. Like I like just, I like the simplicity of it because I still get the feel of a survival game without the tedium and the annoyance of a survival yeah. game, and I really like that, you know. And yeah, so far, so far, really, really enjoying it. Cool. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those that I it definitely looks interesting. Like I do get it's the, probably the only survival game that I've seen so far that does give me most Minecraft vibes. Because with Minecraft, it is the exploration aspect. I feel like some of those other games, like Seven Days to Die, it's like focused on the survival part of it mm-hmm. rather than like this just a world experience. So. Yeah. This one does seem to have more of a story as well. So when uh, you first spawn in, there's these like five arch stones. And basically from what I can tell is that I have to get certain items 
and I offer it up to this stone, and it summons that stone's like de- or you know like beast or whatever. So think of like Breath of the Wild, where you have the five divine beasts or whatever. So that's yeah. kind of what it is. So I'm gonna defeat these five uh, demons or you know monsters or whatever, so I can make it to Valhalla. So that is the overall arch of the story or the whole point of the game is to defeat these five beasts. And so that does kind of give me like an end goal. Whereas most survival games is just that explore and survive. Whereas this mm-hmm. does seem to have now, if I wanted to, I could do like in fallout where I just do whatever the fuck I want and not care about the story, but it is kind of nice to have it there. So I have something to look forward to. It's like right now, all I have is like stone equipment. I'm making a stone ax, a stone, you know, hoe, and things like that. And eventually I'll be able to like mine and get some iron and then make iron things. And when I feel like I'm ready, I can take on some of the divine beasts or whatever they're called. I don't know about you guys, but uh stone hoe sounds like it's a, it's a really chafing (laughs) situation. (laughs) Either that or they just had some good cush and they're like going down in a landslide. (laughs) So, I mean, I really like it. Uh, if you want, go go to our Twitch and just watch me play it or whatever. You get a, uh-huh. a better like feel for it, probably. You know, because at least you know me rather rather than ran- watching some rando play it or whatever. And I had a lot of fun with it. You know, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, so one of the main things I did want to get to today was the absolute fucking bs that came out so activision lays off 190 staff members um originally i don't know i think it was activision originally activision said it was oh it's only 50 people and then mr schreier himself jason swire goes out and he's like no 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 it was 190 people meanwhile bobby motherfucking kotick gets a 200 million with an m Dollar bonus. Bonus. Not his salary. Not, his, uh, not you know, that quarter's paycheck. No, a fucking bonus. They have the goal to, to fire an entire segment Depart- of their yeah. department. Yeah, the, an entire department of their staff. But Bobby gets a $200 million bonus. And honestly, I think it's the bonus part that pisses me off. If this is was his salary, it's like, okay, rich people getting richer. What the fuck ever, right? But the fact that this is a bonus, this is just something he gets for, quote, unquote, doing a good job. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. genuinely, this is a genuine question. How the fuck do you sleep at night? Obviously on mounds of cash, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. Like, Fucking I, I, over there. I don't understand these companies. Now, to full transparency, this the, what they laid off was the esports. Are there a lot of esports going on right now? No. Unfortunately, we had this whole pandemic thing that happened, and there's not a lot of esports, in-person esports. So they laid off a lot of people then. But then they have the goal to also make an announcement that, yeah, we can't wait to get back to esports. How the fuck are you going to do that? You're going to hire new fucking people so that you can pay them less than you were paying the people you fucking fired? Fuck you. Probably, yeah. 
So, uh, I mean, just just why, you know? And now here's a big question um, that I think really comes up anytime something like this comes up or overworking comes up. Where, where do you draw the line? And this is an actual question to you, so I'm not just I'm not just putting it out to the, it's not re- re- rhetorical. Where do you draw the line between, you know, the artists and then the people who are, you know, ruling over them? Because we're both really big Call of Duty fans. We love mm-hmm. Call of Duty. I'm really enjoying myself with zombies and everything. I really don't get into the microtransactions, so I'm not really like paying into their wallet necessarily, mm-hmm. other than the the first transaction or whatever. But still, there's this part of me that's like I am to a certain extent feeding these people money. You know, so where where do you draw the line? Like and that's a more personal on on your point. Where do you personally draw the line? Where at what point do we just like, okay, I'm not buying Call of Duty anymore. This is just too much. When the I feel like for me it's when whenever I see the decline in human nature of it, it rather than the commercialization of it. Like I feel like a one that probably a good indication that would be like infinite warfare. Mm-hmm. Most people were tired. Most people were tired of that. That's not the game that they wanted. And the sales showed um, they, you know, there's a fair amount of people that didn't buy call of duty that year. It, well, it, those numbers are kind of inflated because of modern warfare being included. And a lot of people wanted that. Yep. Yep. But, uh, but that's the thing. If they wouldn't have done that, that game would not have sold nearly as well as it did because yeah, it see like an infinite warfare's campaign is one of the best. I will say that, but in terms of a game, like compared to the other call of duties, it seems to be the most like canned, like generic mm-hmm. call of duties. It's like nothing spectacular. Whereas like with modern warfare, modern warfare, you can see a lot of hard work was put into it. And like, you want to play it to support that hard ass work. Right. And even cold war to some extent, you know, with the yep. panorama still going on. Um, so, but yeah, that's a good indication. It, it's just when you start to see that uh, I'll always want to buy art from someone who I can see, like people, like if I know these people at these studios, that gets me more attached to that form of art. What the yeah. hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's weird because I, I have drawn the line with Rockstar. Yeah. And the main, main reason that I drew the line with Rockstar is because um, obviously one, the sheer amount of like crunch that goes into their work style the um work environment that they create for themselves kind of that but one one of the kind of straws that broke the camel's back for me was the absolute egregious price gouging that they had on gta online the fact that they would put out a like batmobile for instance and then charge the equivalent of 150 real world dollars now, yeah. yes, you can go in-game and you can grind for all of that without spending a dime, but they're not going to make it easy for you. No. They're going to make you play for an entire month every single day for, you know, eight hours a day or something. like. And that kind of absolute brazen, you know, capitalism, <laughs> I guess, you know? Like, I was just... That was too much for me. Like, no, I'm not going to spend what is the equivalent of 
150 in, in One billion real world. Gajillion. Right? It's just too much. And the fact that they could put out an item, an item. It's like doing horse armor, but like to the one millionth degree because you put out an item a digital item on a digital thing and you're expecting me to spend that much real world money like that was the moment where i'm just like i can't support this anymore so when red dead redemption 2 came out i didn't buy it i didn't buy it and i didn't want to buy it i, I still haven't even... finished the huh what i still haven't finished the tutorial oh uh, yeah but like I just I never felt the desire to because it's just like I do not want to feed into this. You know, I don't want to feed into this. You know, like uh another really good example, Last of Us Part Two came out that they were crunching. Um and I think in my own head, the way I justified it is that the end product was something that was that can be considered art. So is it right that there's crunch? Absolutely not. But the end result is art, and I do want to support the artists. Because now if Last of Us, just as an example, if The Last of Us came out with a multiplayer mode, and in that multiplayer mode they have a pay-to-win system, yeah, I'm not going to support that. Yeah. Not only am I not going to support that, but I might not buy the next Naughty Dog game. Yeah. Because it's just like, you know... Which, granted, at the same time, like, I don't know, like, um, I might not even play the multiplayer. So it's like, it's it, it, it's a weird line because for a while, Call of Duty crossed that line for me. And I didn't want to keep feeding into that. I mean, even if you go back a couple of years and look at the rhetoric I had around Modern Warfare and it's like, oh, it's just, it's just going to be another cash grab and yada, yada, yada. I was completely wrong, and I can completely admit that. Um, but even so, like, we can go now and see that, like, you know, yeah, there's some overpriced stuff, like $24 for something, but that $24 gets us quite literally four times as much as it would if we were buying something in Apex Legends, for instance. Right. So You're basically paying close to the same price for one item in Apex, whereas you're paying for a pack in Call of Duty. Exactly. So, like, part of that, like, they are they're taking steps that are more pro consumer like the fact that I have a battle pass and whether I'm playing call of duty, black ops, cold war, or I'm playing Warzone, or I'm playing modern warfare, no matter what I, it's all towards the same progression. That alone is really like forward thinking and it's very consumer friendly. So on that respect, I can't draw the line because they are taking steps that are better for the community. But then something like this happens. It makes me very conflicted. It makes me really second guess myself like shit. So should I get the next? Well, first off, I don't think I'm getting the next one. Cause if the next one's by sledgehammer, I can totally skip a sledgehammer game. Yeah. This one, apparently from what they're talking about is a world war two game again. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm, so, no, I'm good. That's another one. World war two is super fucking generic. It, right, World War Two games have a special place in my heart, um, but it's just w- what I don't like about World War Two games now is that I feel like they're more uh, 
like they're relying too much on nostalgia rather than really trying to innovate on it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I feel like if we can get a World War II game similar to uh, World at War, where it's a dark, gritty story, that could work. But not the Band of Brothers generic. Oh, we gotta save Tommy! Look yeah. at Tommy, the football player. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Alrighty. So let's end the show with a little bit of nerdy would you rather. So I got a good one. It might sound like a smart-ass snarky comment, but it's a genuine question. Would you rather work for a company that everyone knows what the products what the product is? It looks great on your re- 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 resume, but you literally could get fired at out of nowhere with no notice. Or would you rather Work for a smaller company, smaller amount of people, you know, a smaller amount of people might know what your product is, but you, you care about it. You know what I mean? So with the big company, obviously you have a chance of getting a really good resume and then eventually getting the game that you want, or you have the game that you want, but you know, a million people might play it, you know? So or the next time you go to an interview, you're like, oh, I worked on this game. And that person might be like, sorry, what game is that? <laughs> so um, I think that's hard because some people would say embrace the suck until you get to the point to where you can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of what you're doing should be you enjoying it. Right. So, and I feel like there's a lot more, like, especially if you look at developers in studios like even Santa Monica or like, you know, don't nod where they're smaller studios, but they seem like like, I feel like the games are more representative of that small studio creative thought and and love. Yeah. So I, I think that this is definitely a quality over quantity situation. I would definitely take the, I would definitely take the second. That would be my, yeah, especially because not having job security is fucking awful. Like I, I just had a work meeting yesterday where for an hour they basically were like, "Hey, if you don't do this the way we say it and offer every single product on every call, you're gonna get fired." Oh fuck! And it's like, <laughs> cool. That does fucking nothing for me. Right. And it's like, yeah, d- like I don't, I don't want to worry about my my losing my job for no fucking reason. You know, right. That's the that's the hard point because or that's the that's what makes this one so hard is I mean one it's real because it's happening right now but two it's like if you worked for somebody like Activision you worked on a game that is critically acclaimed like Modern Warfare for example let's say you worked on the sound design you were one of the sound design sound design on Modern Warfare is like revolutionary in a lot of in a lot of terms they really worked hard on the sound design. So if you went to your next, <clears throat> excuse me, if you went to your next job and said, yeah, I worked on modern warfare on sound design. I worked on this gun, this gun, this gun, and this gun. And you're able to do something like that's prestigious versus yeah. working on, uh, you know, rogue legacy Two. It's a nice little game. It's cool. The people who love it, love it. But if you went to your next job and told them, hey, I worked on Rogue Legacy 2, hopefully you'd have people in the know and they'd be like, oh, that's a really good game. You know, I can. But what if you just had somebody who maybe wasn't in the know? Um, you have your portfolio. You have all the links to some videos of work that you did. 
but without that recognition, would they even look at it? You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a hard one because, I mean, I think overall I would have to go with my heart rather than my head because, yeah. because at the end of the day, like if I'm not, if I'm not having a good time, like emotionally, then it can suck your soul. Yeah. It sucks your soul. Yeah. Like uh, perfect example is when I worked at a call center, I, I did not last as long as you did. How long have you been there? I've a uh, June of this year will be two years, two years. Yeah. In, in I lasted year. literally three months maybe. And that was with a break in the middle of it because I had some back issues. Yeah. I, I did not last whatsoever. The, and see, I, I think part of it is because I take, I take my job serious. I yeah. want to do good. Um, and the, the unrelenting pressure, and a really good example is what you were talking about. If you don't do this, if you don't do this, if you don't do this, you will eventually get fired. But the thing is, you don't know when. Because like the way Verizon does it, that's who I worked for. The way Verizon does it is that they have these little meetings with you. And they set goals for you. And they make it, they do such a fucking good job of making you feel like, like, you know, oh, we want to work with you or whatever. It's like, but there is this underlying thing where, yeah, if you don't change, you're going to get fired. If you don't do stuff the way we want you to do. Even though your way might be fucking better and or more efficient, doesn't fucking matter because it's not their yeah. way of doing stuff. And that pressure was way too much for me. Just yeah. way too much for me. So instead of sticking with a job that had security as far as what I was getting paid and everything and would have done good, I was just like, no, fuck this. It's not making me happy. I'm coming home yeah. at like fucking 10 o'clock at night. I'm not giving, I'm not able to spend time with my girls, you know? And that was a really big factor for me. Now I work for Uber Eats. Is it as prestigious? Fuck no. Am I making as much money? Arguably, yes. <laughs> Depending on what day it is. <laughs> on a good Friday, I can make probably... I could probably make as much on a Friday than I would have made in a whole week working at at a 40-hour job. Just depends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah. you know, if it's if it's not a good Friday, it's not a good Friday. But still, having a job where I can literally clock on, like right now, I could go bleep, 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 and I'm on. You know what I mean? The yeah. fact that I can do that works so well because I have a wife, and she's she's got the big job. She's got the, you know, she's the director of aquatics. She, she, you know, she manages people that then work with other people and then, you know, make programs and everything. And that's, that's her, you know, and I can be proud of her and do that. And then I kind of get the kind of stay at home dad full time. And then part time I go out and I make some money and I, and I can do that. But working in that kind of environment where I'm just like, yeah, you sort of matter in the sense of you're a number and we need numbers to call other numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I couldn't mentally handle that. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're a call center person, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about because it's just like, and if you can handle it for two years, Nate, good on you. I don't know how the fuck you do it. You know, I, I do drugs. I'm not. <laughs> <gonna lie to> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the Not secret. I just need to do it. And then I'll be yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, All right. Exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's good advice for everybody listening. Do drugs and you can do pointless fucking work. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Uh, do you have one? <laughs> um, you know what? I I really the one that you have here. I feel like it's one that's it's very simple, but I feel like it's very accurate. So I You're gonna steal mine, you bitch. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say yours is good. Um You can make it go along with what we've been talking about today. So maybe Falcon Winter Soldier, Zombies, <laughs> Among Us. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um Okay, well yeah, let's do Falcon and Winter Soldier, a very simple one. Would you rather have been the people who survived the blip or the people who got blipped. Oh, damn. Wow. I can't think of a good answer for that, that one. That is, that's deep, simple in premise. But if you think about it for more than three seconds, you either got blipped out of existence and didn't have to live through the absolute shit that the world turned into or you got blipped out of fucking existence, you might not have come back. Oh, that is a really good one. That's what nerd would you rather is all about. Get really nerdy stuff and get deep. Getting deep into the trenches of what it would really mean to be blipped out of existence. Like a really good example is uh, Rambo. She got blipped out of existence, and when she came back, her fucking mom was dead. Yeah. And she was literally in the hospital like, hoping that she got better. Her mom did get better. And then she just ended up dying later anyways. Oh my God. What a good one. Thank you so much for a good one. I, we need, we need a poll now, people. If you're listening, go to at TX reproductions and let us know what, what do you think? You know, uh, I'll put up a poll. So look for the poll on our, on our website. Oh, that's a good one. Would you rather been, would you rather live through the snap or been blipped back? Oh, man. Jeez. That's hard. Yeah, I can't think of what the answer would be because there are two, there are two different types of hells. Like the right? hell that you went through for a, basically a fucked up ecosystem for the past five years. Like the world literally falling apart because oh, half man. of all people are gone. Um half of all living things are gone right. just in general. And we're, we're thinking small scale. Cause obviously we're not going to look at the universe. The universe was obviously affected, right. whatever. Um, yeah, there's, it's a lot, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot <laughs> grander than that, but also, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. Uh, there's also the, you come back five years later and the world's different, completely different. And mm -hmm. it's like, you don't know what that, like you have to there rebuild was some, that world. Yeah. There was a kid or a kid. I think he was a teenager, maybe young. I don't know who, was in a coma before 2020 happened and woke up towards the end of it and woke up to a different world completely. Whoa. And yeah, this guy missed most of 2020 and Damn. it's that kind of thing. It's like you come to a different world. Like you come back to a completely different world that you lived in. And that's what I think is cool about Falcon winter Soldier is They're actually showing that right? and we actually can, can live vicariously what that would be potentially be like. But I really don't know the answer to that. You know what? Which I'm going to say I would have rather lived through the snap because, I mean, in a, in a weird kind of 
way, we've lived through the snap. We've been through this situation where we had to stay indoors. We had to be careful about everything we do. Is that the same as half of the people on the in, in the entire world getting snapped out of existence? Not quite, but we've had 500 million people die because it's just some invisible thing. You know what I mean? So in a way, like, we are living through the snap. I know that's super fucking cheesy or whatever. But I think I've lived through something catastrophic, so I think I could. Whereas coming back from something like a coma, coming back from a coma and, like, my daughter's being older, my yeah. my whole life just being something where I have to suddenly just pick back up where I started, but I can't. So I Fuck, think... Fuck, now I'll watch I th- game. No. Yep, you know what? I've talked myself into it. <laughs> we're doing an MCU rewatch. I, Let's I do it. Let's do I, it. We got to figure out if we're doing chronological though, because chronological you can do chronological. Chronological. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's that. Uh, uh, at the beginning of Disney Plus, so I don't know, like what a year ago now. That's what me and Ashley did. We did chronological. So we started with Winter Soldier. Then we can find the list on you mean, online. You mean the first Avenger. Yeah, we started with the first Avenger, then we went to Captain Marvel, then we went so on and so forth. We can find the well. It's it, you don't have to on Disney Plus. Like it's in chronological. There's a tab that's in chronological order. Ooh, well there yeah. you go. If you go well, down, like, there's certain Mars. ones that aren't on Disney Plus. As stupid as that fucking sounds. Which ones are still uh, are, st- I are still? Not I don't on know, Plus? but there are some that are like on various like whether it's netflix or you know here and there or whatever so but either way we could find it online we'll do it we'll fucking do it we're doing it yes if you guys want to join us we're doing it we're doing it we've made it we've made that decision we're doing it um all right so there you go that was my answer the snap i would have much rather lived through the snap so i gotta say i'd probably probably be in the same in the same boat as far as that's concerned because um Okay, yeah. So, so this is. I'm looking to see. I'm I'm on Disney Plus right now. Captain America, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Iron Man Two, mm-hmm. Thor, Avengers, Thor Two, Iron Man Three, Winter Soldier, Guardians One, then Two, Avengers, Ant Man, Civil War, Black Panther, Doctor. Oh, I did rewatch Doctor Strange recently, and that movie. Uh, I'm sorry, Doctor Strange first one's boring. <laughs> boring uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, okay, so which ones are missing out of this? Well, maybe they do finally have them. Back when we... The only one I can't think of is uh, Incredible Hulk, but I think that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, that's totally fine. No, I think back when we did it, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was on Netflix, and Infinity War was on Netflix. So now they might all be there. Yeah, they're all on there now. Oh, that looks so clean, too, with WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier right next to it. Oh, just... Mm. That was that jizzing. Yes. yes that's, that's <laughs> yeah, for you audio listeners, just like. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We've set a new bar for uh, for nerdy would you rathers where like I had a real deep question. You had a super deep question. So that's the bar, people. Bring We're your A game. Go to our our you know usual places at TX3 Productions, Thread X3 Productions on YouTube, uh, Thread X3 Productions at gmail.com. 
What is your nerdy would you rather? Let us know. You can also go to our Discord, always in the description and everything, you know, pinned to the... So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We'll we'll sing you out with the song. We'll have a song and then, then we'll be done with the stream. And or if you're an audio listener... You just get little, you know, audio samples or whatever. So you get a little sample, sample. But anyways, I was Nick. And I was Nate. And remember, the offer is still out there. One million dollars for somebody who can find a more Nick and Nate show than the Nick and Nate show. If something's more Nick and Nate than the Nick and Nate show, and you can find that Nick and Nate show that's more Nick and Nate than Nick and Nate's, one million dollars. Offer still stands. Who's so. going to pay you a million dollars? We still haven't figured that out yet, but the yeah. still that, that, That's future Nick's problem, okay? 